The views and opinions expressed in this program by the host or guests do not state or reflect those of the company, its management sponsors, or any entities they represent. Oh, it's lit. <laughs> we prime time. <laughs> Subscribe, like, and share. <laughs> Give us your feedback. Yo, I'm Manny at the plate and Kobe off a of steal. Rescue for the goal and Brady at the wheel. I'm a game changer. The Osaka of the tennis and breaking scoreboard. Simone of the Olympics. Defense and big business. The Mayweather who way better. From the greatness of Jim Brown, I bend down. Talk of sports before I was off the porch. Screaming bow nose while Jordan was playing horse. Late 80s getting torched by the drive in the shot. 2016 got a ring off the three in the block. They ease to forgot. The cardiac kids. Price and Doherty. Bailing the Indian years. This who it is. Your host D-Train. Yo, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, your host D-Train. That's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Trent, game changer sports talk in the street sports. That was really good. Now, hold on, y'all. As you can see, it's very sunny out here today. You know what I'm saying? It's shining nicely. You know what I'm saying? Things starting to look real good. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, I don't know how to start this off, right? And not because I'm lost for words. Okay? But damn the NBA been interesting so far this season. I mean, it's only three winless teams, right? The Magic, the Lakers, the Kings. Okay? And then it's like several teams that's like three and one. And I think it's still an unbeaten team, maybe. Whatever the case, though, the storylines in the NBA is popping. Ben Simmons playing again. Last night was interesting, y'all. So the Nets. Play the Bucks last night. And Kyrie doing Kyrie things. Drives the lane. You know what I'm saying? Draws multiple defenders. Dumps it behind him to uh to Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons passes the ball to the perimeter. And you could just hear. Kyrie in disgust. Shoot it, Ben! Shoot it! Man, that's gotta be fucking hilarious. I'm a I like Ben Simmons, man. I don't have no I don't have no issues with him, man. But that's that that right there was just too funny. All right. D Trent, game changer sports talk, industry sports, streaming on multiple media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. I'm saying if you missed the live recording, you can catch it on Anchor, Spotify, Google Pods, Radio Public, various other streaming platforms. But let's get into the things though. Because you know, most of the times I like talking about these casts. 
these Cleveland sports. And these Cavs three and one. Now granted, right? They didn't beat teams they supposed to beat. All right. They lost to Toronto. I don't know if they should have lost to Toronto, but they did. All right. Um wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, so listen, I don't think they're supposed to lose to Toronto. But Toronto is not like their scrub team. It's not like the the base of that team haven't been together for a number of years. You know, Van Fleet, Ananobi, um, uh, Boucher, Siakam. Uh, a number of these guys have been playing together for various, for uh, multiple years. Gary Trent been over there, what, going on his second, second and a half season. Um, so they built some continuity. You know, um, uh, uh, who was that? Scotty Barnes, who was off, who was rookie of the year last year. You know, he doing his thing. You know, I respect it. But, you know, Toronto called a Cavs team that's still trying to figure it out. Um, and they lost uh, – Darius Garland in that game. Uh, and since then, they've won three straight. You know, Mitchell put up 30-plus points the first three games. You know what I'm saying? Had about seven and nine assists in each game with his 30 points. I thought that was stellar. We hadn't heard from Mobley, though. You know, we've seen a little bit from Allen. We hadn't really heard. We didn't really know how it was going to go. Um, they played Chicago, looked at it a lot better. Um, Chetty Osmond, he showed up this year. I guess he was like, I am not the forgotten one, okay? But he showed up this year. I'm proud of Chetty. Chetty averaging like 12 points a game or something off the bench. He, I believe he just scored double figures all four games. As long as Chetty keep playing like that, he is going to be a good piece for these cats, man. Especially going down the stretch. Especially the fact that he's been in the league for a minute, you know. Could he have that Rudy Fernandez type? Could he Could he become that? We're going to find out. <coughs> they play Washington. Uh, Washington, y'all. Przingis look good. Przingis look really good. And I think that's phenomenal that Przingis look good because the guy really can play ball. 
Like he he he's really good in my opinion. So it's nice to see him, you know, in a situation where he can thrive. You know, he's not asked to do too much, but he is asked to be a a, a impact player. Um. And you know that that's what's fire, but uh, <sighs> these calves, man, Karis Levert, you know, he ain't been doing nothing but finding a way to fit his his game into the team role. Kevin Love, first three games, firing, you know what I'm saying, making it hard on the defenses. Okay, Raul Neto. And four games has came in and made impact plays, offense, defense, passing the ball, hitting open shots. You know what I'm saying? Just being a, a floor general. Um, a lot of people down on the core row. We're getting to that in a couple seconds. All right. Let's just bring it up to last night's game when the Cavs played the Orlando Magic. Tell you how delirious I was. I don't know why they was. I thought they was down here playing in Orlando. I'm like, shit. I get off at like nine thirty. Shit, I'm about to pull up downtown right quick. Luckily, when I got off and got to the car to see some of the game, I realized they was in the land, so it wasn't no pull up going on like that. Not in time. It wasn't like that. Um, but you know, though I missed the live stream of the game, I catch some replays, some footage. Um. What I like about last night's win over the Magic is they play the inside game. Like, it's been a lot of focus this year from JB and the coaching staff um, on getting the ball inside. You know, the first few games, uh, Robin Lopez played more than I thought he would versus Evan Mobley playing. And maybe that was just so Evan can see this type of positioning and movement that he need to get to be effective in the offense, you know, to put him in a position to really play to his max potential or at least start to get close to it uh, or make a progression towards it, I should say. Make progression. Um, and I think it paid off because last night, bro, the offensive sets the Cavs run to get the ball into the big man is fire. They start off, whether it's the pick and roll or or just the dribbler or or, or the uh you know the lead guard doing it off the dribble, they penetrate, they kick it around, and if the open shot ain't there when they kick it around, they look to kick it in the paint. But it's not just they're looking to kick it in the paint. They're looking at guys. The pass in the paint is coming from guys who are a threat from three. So it's not like, you know, swinging around or Okoro and Okoro throwing it in. And then now you know they're going to double down because they're going to leave Okoro open. You don't, you don't see them trying to, you know, run out with Lamar Stevens and all that. You know, it's Donovan Mitchell making the pass. It's Kevin Love making the pass. It's Dick <laughs> Dean Wade or Karis LeVert. All of these guys are a threat to hit an open shot at will. So that leaves more space for the big man to operate down. And it's just about the big man not holding the ball. One thing I want to see with Evan and Allen, 
is I want y'all to commit to y'all moves early. Know what you're going to want to do before you get the ball, in my opinion. I feel like um, that's something that's going to really help them. Um, but last night, I mean, Evan Mobley with 22 points came up really big in the second half. Uh, he had a, a triple threat. Dribble, step back on bow, bow from the left wing that was just so raw. Uh, he had his post moves on deck. He was moving without the ball. He was passing. Uh, that that pick and roll he did with Allen, dump it off to him. That was a thing of beauty. Uh, you know, some people gave Donovan Mitchell grief, said he wasn't as assertive last night. I thought he played the role he needed to play. As a guy and Donovan, who's competed at the highest or damn near the highest levels um, in the NBA so far in his five-year career, um, I thought he, he did a good job of trying to see how he how he could play off the team. You know, he can get his bucket at any time. But knowing when to let other guys take over, knowing, you know, allowing them to get into their games, into their rhythms, so that uh, later on in the season, it's not a surprise to them when you go to them or you need to lean on them. That's big. That's huge. Um, Dean Wade played uh, a lot of minutes last night. Uh, I think he played like 30 minutes. Uh, and, and I'm okay with that. We playing an Orlando match. You know, and, and that's no knock Orlando. I think Orlando is a very talented team. They still young. They still gotta figure out how to win and, and who the core they team really gonna be. Um, but you know, they're a threat every night. You know what I'm saying? They putting up points, they play hard, they play fast, they play smart for the most part. So um or Orlando was a, a very good matchup. And it was an ugly game. But like I said, Mobley had twenty two. Allen had 18 and 16. Allen looked like he rated him. Allen, I think Jared Allen had posted double doubles in three or four games. Because I know in the Wizards game, he was like 12 and 13. He had like seven blocks. Dude, dude is an animal in the paint. Right? Cap, they healthy. Um, Ain't nobody beating them boys, man. In a seven, I don't care. Cap, stay healthy in a seven. It's gonna be a problem, man. And they gonna get better as the year go. They definitely gonna get better as the year go. Hey, bro, the way they was feeding that paint last night, though, bro. I watched it again this morning. It just went off not too long ago. You know they do the reruns early in the morning and shit, bro. That <laughs> the way the way that they lined it up for them though, like the the ball movement, the swinging, um. Karis LeVert been dropping some nice-ass time. Yeah, he, he doing his thing. He, he been dropping some That's fire you know, When he first got here, he, won, he was banged up and, you know, got to get used to the squad and shit. He, gonna have, yeah, he, he definitely going to have a better year. He I still like him to come off the bench, though. Yeah, he got to come off the bench. He got to be part of the bench mob. Know what I'm saying? So he could be a surgeon. And then when uh, Rubio come back, you know he gonna lead the bench. He gonna be the real leader off that bench. Man, be able to come off that bench with Rubio, Karras, and Love. 
And um, homeboy, he like he like the new Dally. What's his name? Um, Kate. Neto. Kato. Neto. Raul Neto. Yeah, he he like he like a little Dally. Not the new Dally. Dally yeah. was good for us. Yeah. That was our Curry pest. Okay. Yeah, because he was definitely pesting last night. <laughs> he was definitely right. pesting. You know the times that he, <laughs> he didn't got in this year. <coughs> He's been real impactful. Just <coughs> the way he passed it, uh, his movement on the court. You know, what I'm saying his leadership for that bench unit. I like it. Um, I was in the spaces last night, chopping it up with the Cleveland homies. You know what I'm saying shout out to the Cleveland homies. Always, always enjoy the spaces with them. Uh, and what stood out to me was the Okoro talk. You know, a lot of people seem upset with Okoro. Oh, this is third year. You know, he he should be this, this, and that right now. You know, wooty wooty why? And I just feel like I feel like, bro, like let the young man come along. Right, you know people just want him to be a damn shooter. That's what it is. Cause he make an impact. He making an impact when he on the court. It's like people just want him to be a shooter. That ain't that ain't gonna happen. And that's that's what like, that's what it is. People want him to be a shooter. But yeah, that ain't running. that ain't. But like I say, man, he go he gonna be that defensive player that we need, and he gonna be able what? to get buckets. I think a lot of his buckets gonna end up turning. Coming off of like turnovers and good defense and shit, you know what I'm saying? And what I want to see a Coro do is be more aggressive finishing at the rim. I feel like that's where he really gonna be able to find his role offensively with the cat. When he go to that hole, he should always be looking to dunk on somebody or to be able being to put himself in a position to finish or get an and one. You know what I'm saying? He could shoot free throws. So if he putting the pressure on the defense enough to just be getting a lot of free throws, bro, he gonna be his offensive game can come along. The longer his offensive game take to to come along, you know, the less money we gotta be trying to guarantee the pain. I would rather his offensive game come on after we resign him and it ain't to a crazy contract, and then you know after that we see where the team at and we can go from there. Uh, but I don't want them to get rid of him. I don't think I don't think the Cavs should be trying to make no moves at all right now. You know what I'm saying? D-Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports, streaming live on multiple platforms, uh, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. So if you want to speak your piece, you see the link in the chat box, wherever you at, um, go ahead and hit that. You know what I'm saying? You can come up, speak your piece, so you can just, you know what I'm saying, tap in, um, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it just be in the chat. It's all love. Um, no, Okoro, like I say, man, I, you know, Okoro could find his 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 niche offensively other way. And I feel like um, I feel like, you know, that's the Cavs have so many other players that need to fill it up offensively. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, look, Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, Allen, Levert, Love, uh, 
I mean, so many different people who have to be able to put up points before he is asked to put up points. So I don't understand why a lot of Cavs fans is, is so pushing for him to be able to do that. Um, he'll be fine. Just keep playing good defense. Uh, I do think he has to get better with his off-the-ball movement, um, standing still. Unless that's the assignment, I don't like the standing still. I think he should be more active running off the ball. Um, you know how Rip Hamilton was. Because I think if he get the ball in motion, you know, and he coming downhill catching the ball already moving, and I really think, you know, he's a lot more of a threat um, to opposing defenses. Um, man, shout out to Chetty, though, boy. Chetty. Chetty then finally oh, figured girl, out. My dog, Chetty, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go, Chetty, man. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Chetty got to keep the dirty beard. Keep the dirty beard, Chetty. <laughs> oh, he showed his age. Hey, look, I'm almost that dirty 30. You feel me? You got to oh, keep the know. dirty beard, man. You got to keep the dirty beard. Yeah, how much do you think him playing in the uh overseas this summer help him right now? I mean, he 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 kill it overseas every summer. Just look at his um overseas that little when he go over there, he fucking kill it. I don't know what be happening when he come back here, it's like he don't play the same. Like I he think be over there. He be over there acting like he LBJ type shit. That's how he act when he over there. He be balling over there, man. Something crazy. <laughs> well, in all fairness, I don't think I don't think the one-on-one -on -one defense is as good overseas as it is in the NBA. I think the team defense is better over there. But I think just individual one-on-one -on -one defenders, I don't mm -hmm. think they're as many and overseas ball as we have in our in our little league compared to their league, in my opinion. Um, at the same token, too, though, I think you know, Chetty for the way that he get to play over there and the way he got to play over here is two different styles because he's not a guard. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I feel like. You know, him in this role, when he get the ball, he got to make a decision. Shoot, drive, pass. You can't sit there and hold the ball for four five seconds and then want to make a move. Chetty got to know what he want to do when he get the ball. And he's a lot more of a threat like that. So I really want him to stay like that. But I'm looking at it like, man, if he stay like that, we come off that bench with uh, Rubio, Levert, Chetty, Love. Lopez, man, team's gonna be salty. Salty. So, this one out. Do you think we need to fuck with the roster? Do you think there's any piece that we need to fuck with this roster? Uh, before January, before January, before twenty twenty three, no, because. Is a few things they still need to figure out. JB need to figure out how he gonna run his lineups different for the matchups. And that's gonna take him 10 to 15 games, which 10 to 15 games take us to what, December? So then you gotta factor in 
the team still learning how to play with Donovan. Um, the team getting more comfortable with knowing they, you know, define roles and, and allowing their games to grow from there. Um, so, wait a minute. Ask the question one more time so I make sure I, I, I choose the next words wisely. Oh, I was saying, do you think we need another piece? Yeah, so with that being said, they need to allow the guys they have that they've been grooming for the last few years a chance to actually find a role. You know, I think these guys have up until Donovan, Garland, Allen, and Mobley figure out how to click at the same time. Now, is that going to take another five games? You know, is it going to take the first four or five games when Mobley, I mean, when Garland is actually playing? Uh, is it going to take them until All-Star break? I don't know. But I think up until that point, guys like a Coro, Wade, um, Stevens, Chetty, um, Wendler, whenever he can try to play, because they seem really high on him. Um, I think until then, these guys have a chance to prove their role, their worth and their roles. Um, on top of that, the type of piece that we need is a guy that can start at the three. And in my opinion, he's got to be, like I've been saying, he's got to be a three and D guy. So I'm liking Kyle Kuzma. Um, I like Kyle Kuzma. I ain't gonna lie too. I'm actually, I'm actually more on the train of of, of, of Bogdan in Detroit, too. Um, if it just so came and we was able to swoop him, um, I think you know that would probably be a good move too. Um, like I say though, until Mobley, Allen, Garland, and Mitchell start clicking on a regular basis. You know, these other guys have a chance. I think until then, the Cavs are safe. Um, you know, right now with the personnel they have, it arguably makes them one of the most versatile teams in the league. You know what I'm saying? For every star that they could put in by themselves, they can either pair it with another potential star or enough role players to where you're not really out of a game. You know, if you need length on the wings, you got guys that's lengthy on the wings. You got guys that's fast. You got guys that's strong. You got guys that's athletic. You got guys that's potential great shooters. Uh, you, know, you got guys that can get it off the dribble. You got guys who can get it without dominating the ball. So right now, I think philosophy trumps any moves. They just got to get the philosophy down pat, get how they want to play down pat, and then let's see how I go from there. You know what I'm saying? Cause and, and I say wait till till Mobley and them figure it out because once they start clicking and they're being consistent with what they do game in and game out, it magnifies what everybody else is or isn't doing. You know what I'm saying? So right now, it counts good. They, no moves. No moves. Um but damn, they they impressing. They impressing. Um, so I 
I'll bring up a topic about Golden State, right? Because somebody was asking me, uh, I think it was in the space. No, they came up in the spaces, but I was watching uh, TNT with uh, Ernie, uh, was that Ernie, Shaq, Kenny Smith, and, and, and Charles. And Charles shared something that was so spot on to me. The Warriors are old. Curry in his mid-30s, Draymond in his mid-30s, Clay about, about to be in his mid-30s. You know what I'm saying? Like, Looney, older now, he get close. Well, he like 27, 28. You know what I'm saying? Wiggins like 27, 28. Like, these guys like maybe 29. Like, bruh, these guys get old. You know what I'm saying? The core three, they go. So I think at some point they have to be willing to take the back seat and beat you know. At some point, Blue, what's good, Blue? Um, good morning to you, Grand Rising. You know what I'm saying? I um they gotta let the young guys play the Warriors. And I was saying they need to take the manual role. You know, just play when you need to play. You're going to be counted on a lot in the playoffs and all that, so you might as well let the young guys go play. Draymond, you might as well come off the bench. Clay, you might as well come off the bench. Add to your legacy. Add to the team player profile about yourself. Be willing to say, you know what, I think Kaminga can start with these, and they should be cool. Looney should be able to say, you know what, I think you should start wisely. You know what I'm saying? Or however they do it. You know, if they start Wiseman and keep Green and maybe bring Clay off the bench, I don't know. Somebody need to come off the bench for the regular season, and then you can start the playoff. The Lakers. Man. The Lakers, bruh. I'm going to be real honest with y'all, right? And a lot of y'all may not like it, okay? But as far as I'm concerned, LeBron that earned the right to not give a fuck about winning. I'm sorry. Maybe, you know, a lot of people may be appalled by this, but that man been playing for 20 years. He didn't been to the championship 10 times. Three different franchises. That man is about to get ready to break the scoring title. I don't think. I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing that he ain't necessarily focused on winning, bro. He's a winner. He's won everywhere he didn't win. No, I, I ain't go. I ain't gonna say yeah. LeBron want to win. Man. I don't at the end of the, yeah he want to break them records but the end of, at the end of the day LeBron not trying to be out there getting whooped on you feel me LeBron trying to win <laughs> man listen uh-uh. LB yeah. trying to win <laughs> listen right as LB much as LB win. trying to the, win if he got the right people around him that's trying to win too man listen just imagine if he was on a a cast or 
uh, a squad with one of these, these young boys that's really trying to make something happen, man. Matt, listen, I, I let's once again. When I say this, man, this ain't a knock on LeBron. I'm just calling a spade a spade, and I think LeBron started to realize that too, bro. What he has done in his career is the epitome of unicorn. Okay, you've been healthy. You was majority healthy, ninety percent healthy for eighteen straight seasons, or eighteen, seventeen straight seasons, bro. In those seventeen seasons, you won four MVPs. You've won. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, right quick. Holy bro, would you send would you send Scully a link, bro? Man, you feel what I'm saying, Blue? You feel me? It's a marathon, bro. And it is and it and it's much as many accolades as he's an acquire, bro. He should be able to hit really the link. Never had a he should be able to hit the yeah, link. He said he ain't, hold on, I'm about to hold on. Let me let me uh because he said he ain't. He can't see it, so let me. Boom, so. So, uh, I'm talking about Brian. So, you know, ain't nothing wrong with the fact that right now, he can't do it. You know what I'm saying? You about to have one terrible season, like terrible, like <laughs> lottery S season. One out of 20. How many bad years Kobe have? How many bad years the Bulls have? How many bad years Kareem have? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know the specific answers to these, but these is just food for thought questions that I have. Like, like, bro, like, if this be the season that LeBron is on a lottery team team, at least is the year that he gonna break all time records. At least it's the year that he could become the first player in history to have thirty thousand points, almost forty thousand points, ten thousand assists. 10,000 rebounds. You know, I have like 2,000 blocks, 2,000 steals. Bruh. That's iconic. LeBron don't owe nobody nothing. And you need to reevaluate yourself as a basketball mind or enthusiast if you think that LeBron at age 38 still got something to prove. If he ain't proved it right now, bro, he ain't gonna never prove it. And there's certain people in this world you ain't gonna never satisfy. So it don't matter. Um, 
Now wait, I gotta spend a block on the next. Ben Simmons. Just play basketball, bro. You thinking too much. Like, you gotta be more mentally tough and angry. And I think that's the problem. You don't play like you still, uh, you, you need to play mad. You need to be angry. You're playing with Kyrie and KD, two of the most angriest players I know. They play angry. You can't put up numbers like that and not play angry. So, Ben, bro, I need you to get it together. I need you to get it together, okay? Hold on right quick. My fault, y'all. Yeah. My fault, y'all. What's good? Hey. What's really good? Hey. What's good? What's good? Hey. What's really good? Hey. Thursday morning. What's good? Hey. What's really good? Thursday morning. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, bro? Here, turn your volume down some, bro. Trying to see where this feedback coming from. All right. Here, let me switch something real quick. Yo, yo. Yeah, man. So, welcome, Scully. You know what I'm saying? Big homie. You know, he a Philly fan through and through. Kobe fan through and through. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to the Mamba, you feel me? Um, and you know he know he knows stuff about basketball now he know you know what i'm saying so i'm interested to see how he feel about his 76 um because i'm gonna tell you right now i don't know about doc i'm gonna tell you right now i don't know about doc right now I don't know about that. Right now. I can't hear you, bro. You talking? You can hear me, right? You can hear me? I, I can hear you now. I can't hear you, bro. You talking? I 
I can't hear you, bro. You turned in. I think all right. Hold on. I just I just muted Scully. We was getting right. feedback. He was Hold still. On. I just feedback. I just muted Scully. We was getting right. feedback. He yeah. was I just I just muted. Scully, you on a delay. That's on a delay. I hear everybody else on a delay too. You hear me? That's on a delay. Yeah, we hear you straight up. You hearing us on a delay. Yeah, we hear you straight up. You hearing us on a delay. Okay. Um Yeah, we hear you straight up. You want me go in? You, you want okay. me go in right um, on the sickness? I'd rather talk about yeah, we hear you straight up. You want me go in right on the sickness? Let's just put it this way. The sickness and the sickness. Hold on, it's it's sounding real crazy. You hear me, bro? Yeah, I do hear you. Wait, Scully, we can't hear you. Yeah, you Scully, I do hear you. Wait, Scully. Yeah, Scully got to um leave and come back. Yeah, you probably got to leave oh, and come back. Turn something. I don't know. It's something over there. I don't know if it's a speaker. It's something over there, and the feet and like we every time we talk, we hear it in his background. It's something. Yum, 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 Everybody going to look at me crazy. To start. Oh, I switched. Okay. It's hard to start. Two league guards. When one of them likes, doesn't like to play off ball. James Harden does not like to play off ball. He is very reluctant to even try to play on the ball. He pouts and acts a little childish whenever he has to play off ball forcefully. He doesn't even get involved with the rest of the team. You know what I'm saying? So a guy like Maxi, you know, like you want him to grow, you gotta kinda let him have a rock more. You got Shake Milton and DeAnthony Milton. But you got them both coming off the bench with each other. That's just not smart. You want to pair one with Harden and pair the other one with Max. All right? That way, you can let Tobias run the three. And you can put P.J. Tucker at the four. Because Tobias can thrive in the open court and he could be your wing that can get you buckets. But Harden's selfish. He's selfish. You know what I'm saying? And this might be the year MB asked for a trade. 
Detroit, you hear me? I can I hear you way better now. Okay, yeah, we had some. You know why? You know why we had all that shit everywhere? Because we were talking about the Sixers. We everywhere, bro. We everywhere. I don't even want to. I'm mad that. Look, Scully, man, I'm glad to be here with D Trent on a Thursday talking NBA. I did not want to start my morning talking about the Sixers, but D Trent told me I got to start with them Sixers. But you know what? Like I was saying, um, the Sixers and the Lakers, bro, one win. I heard you talking about Maxi and. And um, and 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 Doc Doc Rivers, bruh. Um, first of all, Doc Rivers is 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 an issue in itself, man. It's like he, as 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 I said before, I don't think he get any credit for that Boston Celtics win championship when you coaching three Hall of Famers. Me and you could have coached that squad. Um, he just think he ain't got nothing new for the he. He's not adjusting to the players. He ain't got nothing new going on. Um. As soon as I jumped in, you said Embiid might ask for the trade. There's already rumbling saying that Embiid does not trust the process no more, dog. It's like he already still mad about them letting Butler go, which was a huge mistake to, to let uh, Jimmy Butler go. Um, I don't know what to say. We got no defense. Um, we got no bench. We got two guys. We got Dybul, who... I don't even know why he's on the team. He's, he can't score. It's like another Ben Simmons again. Um, man, and B, I don't see why he wouldn't want out. The, 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 one, the one good bright spot, Detroit, right now is James Harden is balling. And he, you know, like you were saying just now about he might, might be a little selfish on the pass game. He balling. He balling, though. You know, he keeping him, he keeping him alive. I don't know. Hey, Detroit. I don't know what. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do at all, at all. I'm lost right now. I, I from from what I didn't gather, Doc Rivers has uh, uh shows an inability to be able to coach up wing player. Um, yeah. Guards, he do good with, long as he got a good one. Um. Big man, I think he he don't get the full potential out of his big man, um, and his lineup usage. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to this again. Your bench is you got no. Our Mel, bench has no. I got you. You got Mel. I, I got you. I'm gonna show you how much I know your squad a little bit, right? You got Melton. And Shake and Milton. I've been trying not to mess their names up. You got DeAnthony Milton, Shake Milton, Cork Moss. Then you got Paul Reed. You got Thibel. You got Jane Niang. So, off that alone, right? You got Embiid and Harden, bro. You can literally yeah, yeah. start Thibel. To be honest, yeah, you, you gotta start Tobias. So you can start Thibel. You can start Thibel at the two. You can start Tobias. You know what I'm saying? Or to be honest though, bro, 
I think Tobias should come off the bench with uh Maxi. I think he should run it uh Harden, Milton, um, and uh and Thibel at the three, PJ Tucker at the four, with uh Embiid at the five. So guess what? Guess what all you doing? You either giving it to Embiid, you giving it to Harden. When you come off the bench, you can come with Milton, Maxi, Harris, Cork Moss. You running with something. You yeah, know what I'm saying? At the same time, D Trent, this is the problem that the Sixers have. Um, it's the depth to do. Now, put when when you put Maxi on the bench, he might be the best young player in the open court that's unguardable. That's more points you lose. You throw Thibel out there, he can't, he he don't even have the aggression to go to the basket. He's a strictly defender, uh, uh, wing defender. The You put Shake Milton out there for the, Tobias. Tobias is the third best scorer on that team. It's like, even okay, that means you'll have some bench scoring, but in the in the beginning of the games, when you start out against the Brooklyn Nets and the and the Bucks, you're gonna go down 15 because none of them dudes could score. None of them. The they only one got, I this is my whole point though, Scully. They don't gotta do nothing but play D and hit open shots or in the open court. Because guess what? You got Harden and MB. And as yeah, long as you keep trying to insert a third dominant score and not a role player score in that between the one and the five, between Harden and B, you're not going to get the most out of Harden and B. And that's what you well, want. Right, right. I think the problem right now is right now um, they didn't want to say it. They finally came out and said it. Um, again, uh, MB messing with – he dealing with another injury as as his career has been. He don't look at them, – them first two games – He's struggling up the court. He's got the foot problem. I think it's back from his first year. So that's that's a whole – Embiid is not healthy, you can tell. But the, together, but Harden is balling. He's looking like the MVP Harden. But like you said, the MVP Harden don't get everybody in the game. He's playing point guard. Um, they both averaging 26 a game right now. That You get 50 points from them too. You need – you need 70, you need 60 to 70 points from the rest of your squad. Um, who gonna get who gonna where are you gonna get them seven them 15 from? You're not getting 15 from Thibel, you're not getting 15 from Jaden Springer, you're not getting 15 from Melton, you're not getting 15 from Montrez Harrell. Uh that was the other one. That's what I miss. Montrez. Yeah. Uh you're not getting 15 from House. You may get 15, you may get 10 and 15 from Cork Mods. Paul Reed is not even going to give you eight. He's going to give you hard rebounds and blocks. So basically, it comes, our, our squad comes down to two players. Tyrese Maxey has to score 30 a game, and he's not there yet. And um, Tobias Harris has to score 25, 30 a game. We just, the Trent, they, I, I, everybody was excited about Montrez Harold, but he fits into a system. You're not going to take him, bring him off the bench, and him going to get a double double every game. It's not going to happen because you don't have because you don't have the explosive guard to come off the bench with him. Exactly. I, that's what I was missing. 
This is yeah. why Tobias can play the three because yeah. Montrez Harold. You pair yeah. Maxi with Harold off that bench. You got something. PJ, I mean, think about it. Think about it, D Trent. And I know I don't want to talk. I, I, this is my last on the Sixers because uh, it's it's ugly. We got more important stuff. I know. I I, I don't know what you talked about already, but this is my breakdown on the Sixers. Um, basically, it falls on Harden. It falls on Embiid. Um, you cannot. We got a lot of role players that don't score and, and play defense. PJ, PJ Tucker, defender. Montrez Harrell, defender. Um, uh, Thibel, defender. Like, imagine starting those three guys. PJ Tucker, Montrez Harrell, and Thibel. You may get 20, 25 points from them three players. Maybe. And that's maybe, and that's coming off of, um, that's coming off of, uh, What's the name's three? Yeah, DJ but, she, but, but coming off with Maxi, if you do that, if you start those three and then you come off with Maxi and Tobias, they come in, in the game to get buckets. Like now they not they not worried about having to play off hard in MB. They coming in playing their game. That's what you I want. Can, I just see Tobias. Now I, I agree with you with the Tobias. I you can't I don't think you bring Maxi off the bench because He's one of the upcoming stars, and he 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 actually. They got to take the ball, even though Harden is balling right now. You got to take the ball out of Harden's hands, put the ball in Maxi's hands. Let guard, let Harden be the be the be the two guard. Let Maxi run it because he's unguardable off the dribble. Let him get guys open. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Do that. I like Tobias though. I like Tobias off the bench because I feel like when he gets in the game. He like he likes the ball in his hand. You got we got too many guys that like the ball in their hand. Harden, Tobias, Maxi, all three of them can't coexist on that starting lineup. So Detroit, did you talk about your Cavs yet? Because they look nice. I did talk. I started off talking about the Cavs. What'd you say? Remind me real quick what you said about. I was Cavs. saying, <laughs> um, last night's game they made an effort to get the ball inside. And it was the offensive sets that they was running to get the ball inside to an Allen or a Mobley in deep post position. That was really right. impressive. Right. Uh, you know, right. Orlando came the ball. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Mitchell cool. didn't, you know, he wasn't going off on the score. But Mitchell had like 14 and 8 assists. Karras had like 10 and 6 assists. Mobley right. had 22. Right. Allen had 18 and 16. You know what I'm saying? Chetty had 14 off the bench. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, the Cavs been producing, you know, four to five or more double-digit scores every game. And this is without Darius Garland playing. Uh, so what I want to say about the Cavs is they – it's the complete opposite of what the Sixers got. Y'all got your star. You added Donovan Mitchell. Now you got the one star that you can rely on to open the game, close the game. You know, and that's what he's doing. He's opening. He's starting the game all fresh. Then he's then you got to close it. But y'all got every piece, and every piece belongs together, whether it's on the bench or off or or starting. So that's why y'all three and one, 
And that's why the Sixers are one and three. And the Sixers in trouble when they play the Cavs. I'm gonna just call it what it is now. We're not going by the game. The game really has changed about big name players. Yeah, we got those big name players, the Sixers, but the Cavs, they got a more thorough team. And every everybody fits their slot in their pieces. Yeah, no, the Cavs, I was saying the Cavs are very versatile. Um Neto come in playing really good. Um you know, just filling in until Rubio get back. Chetty's been very impressive. Uh, a lot of people been down on the Coro, but I just feel like you got a Coro got six players in front of him that are obligated to score the ball. His job is to come play defense. Whatever he give you on the offensive end is extra. Right. You know what I'm saying? And at 20 years old. I don't even think this is a real conversation. No, it ain't. It ain't. You know what I'm saying? He don't turn 21 till January. So, you know, I feel like, you know, I want his offensive game to mature, but I do understand that if it don't mature, you know, this year, his defense still maturing, but it's showing promise. Look, his contract going to be nice, but it ain't going to be crazy, and it's going to be enough there for us to keep him. And then if his offensive game blossomed during that second contract, and that's better for us anyway on the long-term side. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but, bro, when when I, I said, Hooli uh, asked if I think the Cavs should be making a roster move, uh, you know, especially with people questioning what they should do at the small four. And I just said, like, the guys they have got until – Mobley, Allen, Mitchell, and Garland start clicking before they what they do get magnified and they really get you know what I'm saying like okay yeah, this yeah. where you ain't okay this where you not gonna fit like right now everybody still growing this say the fine road so something just came to me something, something just came to me now we talking Sixers and we talking um, Cavs so you talking about making a move. And the cat, the Sixers might need to make a move, Detran. How you feel about this? I don't know who the Sixers would take. How about a trade? How about we give y'all to you said small four? How about the Sixers trade the Cavs? How about we send Tobias Harris to the Cavs? How you Tobias like that? How made, you like Tobias made $35 million? <laughs> so who is who is you talking about? Because that's what I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm just asking you if they made that trade. And of course, y'all wouldn't get. You wouldn't get rid of uh, Garland or Donovan Mitchell. Maybe a lot of draft picks. Maybe enough to just, you know. Um, but I'm just saying, as far as a small four and the Sixers having too much players that hold the ball, how would you? How would you see Tobias Harris on that on that Cavs team? Because he's he's been up for trade. They've been trying to trade him over the last couple of years. It's just they Doc don't want to do it because that's his man's. But I think Tobias Harris would be nice on y'all squad if y'all don't have to give up any of your starters. You know what I mean? This not this conversation can't even happen if any of their no. names come up in the conversation. Right? Because none because you don't have you you don't feel like the Cavs have enough. You feel like what the Sixers going to want for Tobias is going to break y'all team? It's going to – yeah, you're going to ask for more than he worth. 
Like, yeah. if it's me, and you're like, all right, you know, I offer you Tobias Harris, and I'm thinking to myself, like, like you can get, like, Chetty Osman. You can get... You can get... I don't know, like, these cats don't make enough money. I had to yeah. start with Kevin Love. You know what I'm saying? And Okay, I got a trade for you. I got a trade for you. Um, Kevin Love, Ricky Rubio, and a couple draft picks for um, Tobias Harris. I'm hanging up the phone. Nope. Take your ass. You heard what I told you? I'm hanging up. jumped in there quick, like no. Wait, hold up, hold up. Explain to me why y'all wouldn't take that. Because our team. Wait, 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 wait. Our team is in win now mode even though we may not be win now ready but talent wise with the young talent and then those specific veterans like kevin love is a stretch big man who you can throw in between mobley allen and lopez that's invaluable rubio is a push to pace point guard who can facilitate and get guys easy buckets on a regular and we got guys like Levert, Osman, uh, Garland, who want to play off ball sometimes, uh, Mitchell, Wade. But they too invaluable to the team. I feel you. For you to offer me anything for them. And that's why I'm saying, like, the guys I could throw in there, like Chetty Osman, Dean Wade, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. Exactly. Exactly. I think y'all sleeping on Tobias. Like, don't look at Tobias at on the city. No, we're not sleeping on Tobias. We're just not in a position to acquire him the way y'all would like us to. Right. Because I feel like Kevin Love, I mean, how, how much is Kevin Love really going to play? Like, I just think that's just, a, that's just an extra so listen, piece. Fully, tell me, how much is... How much is Kevin Love really going to play? It's really a straight-up trade for Rubio, and then you throw in Kevin Love. I mean, Kevin Love, he in a good space right now, and he a vet, and he been in that ship, man. So, yeah. That's, that's hey, a number on. right there, and he playing his role, man. Holy yeah, hell. Hold, hold on, hold Kevin on. Love. You being nice. Fuck yeah, all yeah, that shit. Talking about. Listen, bro. You got to be able to shoot the ball from the big man position in this league somewhere. Kevin Love is one of, I don't care how many minutes he can or can't play. When he on, he is a threat. We just ain't seen him in a few years. We ain't forgot about this. Bro, last year he should have won six man of the year. Bro, he was coming off the bench in 20 minutes, giving us 25 and 12. Yeah. That's what he on an expiring $30 million contract. So we can win with him as much as we can this year and get $30 million back to the books next year with Garland's $40 million contract kicking in. That he's yeah. too invaluable. It's too many different – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just feel like when you said – when you said y'all needed a small four and I said the Sixers need more debt, I said that would – that, that kind of works together. But at the end of the day, you know, we know – the Sixers gonna want way more than y'all willing to give up 
to get Tobias Harris. T D Trent, real quick. Um, the Bucks in that let yo talk about that Bucks in that um that wait, Brooklyn up. Hold on, wait, wait. I need to check something right quick. Let me hear your thoughts on it first. What? Oh, on the Bucks Brooklyn Nets yeah. game. Let me hear your let me hear your thoughts on it first. Let me check something right quick. Okay. Um I don't want D Trent to miss to miss much, but uh since we since we going from the Cavs to the Sixers to the Brooklyn Nets and the Bucks, I guess we start in the Eastern Conference. Um as game changer. I'm glad to be here. Scully co-hosting with D Trent. Yeah, um, this is the first NBA episode for us. We trying to we trying to start the year off and and uh get a get we'll have a certain date for us to get in with the nba we got gridiron thursdays y'all already know what it is with that um i'm a, i'm a, i'm gonna probably be a, well d trent back i'm glad you just came back so we went from the sixers we went from the Cavs to the sixers right and now we're going into brooklyn and the bucks so it's only right for me to talk about one thing before i talk about um the Bucks and the Nets as an individual, D. Trent. Ben Simmons. So you know I got to go in. And even I don't even have to really go in. So everybody, everybody know I'm a Philly kid. And everybody know how I feel about Benjamin. Okay? First of all, um, I saw that Steve Nash already frustrated getting his first ejection. I don't even know how they brought this team back. With Durant and um and and Kyrie, I don't know how and how you force a trade, demand a trade, and then you just say, you know what? Come on, let's do it. Let's just do it. Knowing who Ben Simmons is, I do hasn't scored more than seven points in a game. Um, his mental is gone. I don't think he can get it back because he been. It's just as an athlete, you gone, you gone, man. It ain't it, it ain't really only you can only get so much of that back. And he's not that type of player. Um, the Nets are in big trouble again, again, man. And I feel bad for uh, I feel bad for Nash. I feel bad for Durant. I feel bad for Kyrie. Even though Kyrie got a ring, Durant got a ring. Um, it's gonna be. I think the Nets and the Sixers are going. That, that's gonna be really atrocious. What they gonna look like this year? And it's only gonna look good when they play each other because one of them gotta win. I mean, the the lack of aggression with this kid, the, all the money that the Sixers gave him, sitting out a whole year, acting like his back was hurting. Now you see, now you see Ben Simmons, and he still ain't no no different. Um, <coughs> Detroit, you know you being you unreasonable, right? You know you being unreasonable, right? Oh, never, never that, never that, I, never, never. The I'm, I'm Simmons, gonna tell you why. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me. Tell me. Go ahead and throw Ben Simmons. Hold, wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Ben ahead, Simmons is 16, what, like 215, 210, 215. All right. Yeah. He is a he plays as a guard, even though he built like a fool, like a right. Right. Ben Simmons game isn't predicated on shooting the ball. But Never it happened. is predicated on, you know, driving and finishing, right? Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons ain't played basketball in like damn or two years. 
whether it was mental health and back issues, a combination of, it's not like he ain't came out and said, I hate, I, I feel some type of way. I ain't gonna say I hate, but I feel some type of way. When people come out and share what it is that was bothering them and people try to dictate whether it was worth it or not. You're not them. Everybody ain't built the same. I don't care how much money you make. We It's a lot of us out here that don't make that much money and we ain't built the same. So I'm pretty right, sure right. it's the same way on a level where people make it multi-millions of dollars. Ben Simmons right now is still trying to figure out how to play. Not how to play basketball, but how to play with two killers. All right? I ain't really pressed about what he is or ain't doing. I'm more concerned about the type of leadership skills Kyrie and KD can show to get a guy like that going. See, see, D. Trent, he, he, uh, I think he lost. I think he lost Durant and Kyrie last year when when they brought him there to play in the playoffs. And, and and we're not we're not talking about his mental issues. Mental issue is a, is is not even part of the sport, you know. Um, the the the, the, the bull Lane Johnson on the on the one of the best linemen on the Eagles came out and said he had to step away. Mental issue is a totally different thing. If he's got a mental issue right now, and he still hasn't really progressed through it, he don't need to be on an NBA basketball court in front of thousands of people. That's first of all. Second of all. I think Durant and Kyrie kind of, they kind of, they kind of lost Ben last year when he, you know, people say his back was hurting and people say, but he was ready to go, but he wasn't ready to go. And, you know, he was going to play this game and this series in the playoffs, but nah, I ain't going to play this game. I'm going to wait till the next game. Then didn't end up playing no games. Then we know how the Brooklyn season went. Now you got a whole year, got a whole year to refresh. You went to go see the psychiatrist. You got paid. You buying more, more, more expensive cars. You know what I mean. You, you, you got lavish jewelry, all that good shit. Everything's good all year. Now you come to ball, right? Durant and Kyrie are like, okay, let's give it one more chance. And then they see what's going on right now. It's not even about his, 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 his game. It's about his drive. It's about his mental and his determination. He's not playing with no aggression. He not playing. He not playing like he like like his contract work. Like well, listen, guys like Kevin Durant, Kyrie, who can score thirty points in a quarter as the leaders of that team, who failed to show leadership when Harden was there. Yeah, yeah. Need to empower him. Yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong with your assessment of being as far as his lack of aggression and all that, I wouldn't go as extreme to say he shouldn't be playing because you know how the only way to get through the struggle is to work through it. You know what I'm saying? But you're playing with two killers. But is he mentally, the thing about him not, D-Trent, the only problem is if he's in, he's in two tough cities. He went from Philly and I know how Philly ate his, ate, ate, Philly ate him apart, and I get that because it's Philly. Now you're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is right there with Philly when it comes to basketball and really taunting people. If he's not ready and he's not on his game and he didn't come in this season 
mentally and physically ready to play with two stars, which is a lot of, which is, a, I, f- I feel like, like you said, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot to play with them, but it's really easy to play with them, man. Just play your game. You're not a shooter. You're not a scorer. You're a control. You're a, you're a ball. You're a dribbler. You're a penetrator. You're a disher and you're a dunker and you play defense. He's not really doing none of that. The fact of me saying that uh, maybe he shouldn't play is he's only getting more detriment to his ego and his and his uh and and his uh confidence man listen i feel like they need to be coming off telling him like bro in this first quarter of every game we want you to attack the rim exactly but exactly. they listen but listen though bro and i'm not i i want i want people to understand man i'm not providing no excuses for being it's just that you play with Kyrie and Durant. They have questions about their leadership abilities. You're the youngest guy over there. You're not over there to, to be the leader. You're over there to be able to fit play your game and fit alongside them. Bro, y'all need to empower him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what I'm you, saying? <laughs> y'all want... Y'all want him to play off y'all when y'all should be playing off him. That's how I feel. Yeah, I get that, D. Trent, because that's me and you are leaders, and we know what leaders what what it takes to be a leader. And Durant and Kyrie do got leadership issues, but all and it, and it also it's that's why I said it's just a bad situation because they're not leaders, big vocal leaders like Bron. And and like uh and Giannis, they're not vocal leaders like that. Now, if he was playing with Giannis, I feel like Giannis would turn Ben into possibly the next Giannis, but he's not on that team. But again, when you try to make leaders, when you try to make guys that aren't leaders leaders, they also gonna look at Ben and say, Man, he weak, bro. He weak. I'm not. I'm not even a leader. Well, I'm gonna waste my time and try to push this dude. He making more money than me, you know. So it's a bad, it's a bad situation. You see Steve Nash already getting kicked out of games. It's all bad in Brooklyn, Detroit, and Philly. Man, before we, you know, Detroit game changer sports talk industry sports got Scully up here with me on the co-host side. You feel me? Um, just try to stream a little bit before I got to go punch in the clock. Um, you know, game changes, sports talk, industry sports, streaming on multiple uh, media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, all of us. Um, you know, you always welcome to chime in, you know, tap it, type in the chat, come up on the video side, you know what I'm saying? Show your face, speak your piece. Um, before we close it out, I want to ask you. Um, uh, well, first off, let me put a closer on on the Nets thing. Uh, I feel like the Nets gonna be fine. I won't start panicking until like twenty games in, and then we'll see. Because mm-hmm. I still got questions on Steve Nash. You know what I'm saying? And as as long as I got questions before being, I'm not about to start crucifying being. When I don't know how the coach gonna perform, and I don't know how the the top star players gonna or, or you know gather the troops or rally the troops, right? So, um, 
what I do want to ask you about is something that I mentioned is Golden State. Uh, I was listening to, to Charles talk, and he was saying that the basic issue with Golden State is they owe. Um, and I was saying that I think Green and Thompson should take more of the Ginobili approach to the team, being that they're more valuable to the team in the playoffs. Um, what do you think about Golden State and that assessment that I made? I was just um I was going right I was going to have you ask you a couple of questions while we before we rolled out about the top stories in the league so far this this week and one of the top stories is uh the the number two draft pick for them is Wiseman people forgetting about Wiseman with the Warriors um I I, I see what you're saying because this kid is good and it's time for him he said he ready. It's time for him to start balling. So I feel like Draymond and um, who, who, who else you said, it's time for them to take a back seat and play a Ginobili. If they want more rings, that's what Ginobili and Tony Parker had to do was fall back a little bit. And I feel like they already got a great a great uh, guard backing up, uh, coming in with Steph Curry, Poole. Um, they got Poole going. He signed. It's time to get Wiseman going. They got another big man over there that's nice. I think the and the scary thing is, and they got Wiggins that's still still younger than all them. Um, the scary thing is, is they getting they got young talent on there, and if they use they um, championship pieces to go with the young talent, man, we're gonna be talking about the Warriors again in June. I don't want to do it, but we're gonna talk about them in June. So yeah, they getting older, Detrent, but I feel like Steve Kerr's about to. Even Steph Curry said it this year. It's going to be a lot of change. You're going to see a lot of the young dudes a lot, too. You're going to see a lot of them. Yeah, man. Uh, We're going to see. Uh, I, 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 I got two questions with you. I know you I know you got to bounce, but I got to get this. Real quick, there's two big injuries right now on the West Coast. Um, and one of them is a player that's, that, that's on a team that's not winning and that, that's not looking good. And I know we got to have a – we got to have a whole Lakers breakdown. We need a whole episode. Um, so Westbrook's ruled out with a sore hamstring, right? And and we know what's going on with Westbrook. Everybody's picking the Clippers to win. But um, Leonard is out again with the knee stiffness. And this 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 ain't good for – what do you feel about them two injuries between Westbrook? Is it a good thing for the Lakers that Westbrook's hurt? And can the Clippers really win with, with uh, Kawhi? With, it, man, that knee's like that, bro. It's a good thing. Well, I've talked a little bit a lot about the Lakers, but I didn't talk about Westbrook. Um, I mostly just mentioned that I feel like <laughs> the season is lost for them in so many words. And this will be the first bad season LeBron to had in 20 years. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, your first bad season coming in year 20 where you about to be breaking all-time records. I just think it is what it is. To be honest, what about last? What about last? The last year, don't that he was injured, but last year that's that go down as a bad season too, right? Wow, he went to the playoffs and made it to the first round. It, it can't be that much of a bad season if you made it to the playoffs. Well, you know, in LeBron, like, yeah, but we we talking about a thirty eight year old LeBron, bro. Like right. when has ever like when is ever in history a thirty eight year old was was counted on to be that guy for a franchise. 
That's why like, LeBron is like, like, these, like these unrealistic expectations. Yeah, you know well, that's why that's why LeBron is the greatest, the, the greatest player, the greatest player, the all-around greatest player of all time. And it all I think the Lakers all breaks down to uh it it really comes down to to um you know I don't Westbrook I don't think is part of that because I feel like Westbrook's gonna end up they're gonna end up fading Westbrook out of it. I mean slow. I don't know what to do with Westbrook, really, man. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know what's going on. How about that? Um how about the Clippers situation? How are they going to win a championship? And everybody's riding on the Clippers. And every year we talk about the Clippers winning a championship. How are they going to ride a championship with Kawhi, who may not even play 41 games because of his injured knee? I don't know if Kawhi not going to play 41 games. I, I think in game three, four, five, y'all, I think people over-exaggerate. It's an 82-game season plus the playoffs. And we just about guaranteeing the Clippers to play extended basketball. I think right. a guy coming off a serious injury needs to come back fully healthy. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Murray still finding his foot in. Michael Porter, he back out too. So, I mean, I understand yeah, yeah. this Kawhi and, you know, because of the, you know, how much we put expectation-wise. But, you know, health is health. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It don't matter how much you want him to play, bro. If he can't go, he can't go. For sure. And you yeah. can't mess with no ball player. Anything below the below the uh below the waist, you can't mess with no ball player when it comes to ankles and knees and you know hamstrings. They need them, especially Kawhi, because he 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 plays off of that type type of game. So, so yeah. look, uh, Scully, it's always a pleasure rocking with you, bro. Um, tomorrow. We may be able to do something on the evening side, like after five, six, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and put down a preview for Gridiron or, or, you know, elaborate more on this basketball subject. Um, it's always yeah, a pleasure rocking with y'all. I appreciate everybody who tuned in, people who follow. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all check out um, and follow us on the Spotify and the Anchor, man. D Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports. Co-hosted with Scully today on NBA Talk, um, Cleveland Sports Talk, Philly Talk, uh, hot, hot, hot topic um, in the NBA. Uh, as usual, we streaming on we streaming on multiple media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. If you miss a lot of recordings again, make sure you follow the Industry Sports Channel on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? You can find the Games Changer Sports Talk Sports Show. Um, the same thing on Anchor. Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and various other streaming platforms where you find your podcast. Um, you know, stay blessed. You know, stay dangerous. Get your money. Get ready for this weekend. You feel me? Scully, I like that hoodie, though. That hoodie thank fire. You. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. That's my, that's my Kelly Green. You already know that's my green coming up. We coming back. We up. Hey, I want to thank Detroit for, for uh, letting me join the show today. It's Game Changer. Nah, man, gridiron. You already know how we do, man. Mad love and respect to the industry sports. We out, bro. We out. Yeah.